Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we are talking plant-based. We are talking about plant-based eating, plant-based dieting, and what three nutrients you need to be especially careful about not to get deficient because most of plant foods, actually, I mean, all of them naturally do not have those nutrients. And if you are on a 100% plant-based diet, and meaning you eat, you are eating just plants, or if some of your friends are eating just plants, then, and you don't use any supplements, it's a matter of sometimes months, sometimes years, but the body will collapse. And some of the damage might not even be reversible because some of the nutrients that we will be talking about today, uh, they are crucial. They are essential. I mean, we are talking about essential nutrition here, nutrients that, that you can't skip. And yeah, our body is really, really resilient. Our body can store a lot of things, a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals, especially the ones that are super important, super essential. Uh, but um, if we are not eating them at all consistently ever, and we go on some super restrictive diet and eliminate a whole range of foods, a whole food group going completely plant-based, it's just a matter of time when it's all going to be collapsing, when it's all going to start to collapse. And I've been, well, not been, I was a raw vegan uh, at some point in my life, how many years ago it was, I think it was like six, seven, no, not six, seven, probably more like 10 years already, time flies. Um. I, I was a raw vegan for four years uh, until it all collapsed. And it collapsed, like, really bad. Uh, the cravings were just not manageable. My mental health was nowhere to be found. A lot of things were collapsing because of nutrient deficiency, deficiencies of for, for crucial nutrients for our health. And again, our body is really resilient, and it can go without certain nutrients for quite a while. But then again, if we are not eating those essential for human health nutrients, we're not going to be thriving. And so today we are talking plant-based. And please, guys, please do share this episode with any of your friends who are thinking about going plant-based, who are plant-based, but not putting too much thinking into designing their meals, into designing their diets, thinking that some impossible burger will save us all, then please do share this episode with them so they could use the knowledge I'm going to be sharing here today with you um, to balance out those deficiencies. Now, our food system is beautiful these days because there are good quality supplements that probably can do quite a good job uh, by replenishing those nutrients that are basically absent on vegan diet. Um, and when people know that about these nutrients, they're they are most likely to be deficient in, then they can take supplements and uh, counteract uh, some of the negative effects. Now, how well those supplements work compared to whole foods, uh, nobody really sure. That's why it's always safer to go with whole foods. But some of those 
supplements are food-based and they quite of good quality so they might work for you or your friends so three nutrients we are talking about today three nutrients that are basically deficient in someone's diet if they are vegans with vegetarians it's a little bit easier and uh, everyone's vegetarian diet is a little bit different someone eats eggs someone eats dairy someone eats sometimes eats fish and call themselves vegetarians so you know that all depends but i assume that you are a vegetarian if you do eat eggs and dairy but no any no other animal products um no flesh of fish or animal and i assume that you are vegan if you are not consuming any animal products at all 100 ever and you decided to do that for some reason so nutrient number one B12, vitamin B12, that contributes to our mental health, our immune system function, our healthy cell division, and uh, our energy metabolism. So this is a very important nutrient, especially for a developing brain. Like if a kid not going to be getting B12, like this is a recipe for disaster, guys. So never, never put your kid on a vegan or um, even vegetarian diet. Let your kid eat what they want to eat. Don't restrict them through developmental stage. And once they are adults, then, you know, allow them to choose whatever they want to choose. But humans did not evolve on a vegan diet. So, and B12 is one of the you know, major reasons why why we believe vegan diet, vegetarian diet is not the diet that human beings evolved on. So B12 contributes to mental health, immune system, brain development, growth, healthy cell division, and uh, energy metabolism, reducing tiredness and fatigue. And uh, if you are not a vegan, you're getting your B12 from a lot of animal products, but especially high in B12 are all sorts of livers, like wheel, chicken, calf, uh, all livers are super high in B12. And to give you an idea, just a couple of ounces of chicken liver will give you 500% of B12. But also shellfish um, is really, really rich in B12. Just one oyster will give you... Oyster, uh, I don't actually remember, so forgive me, but for example, sardines, canned sardines, uh, one can of sardines is 330% of B12. Um, one egg, for example, is 34% of vitamin B12, and only yolk has B12. So one egg yolk is 34% of your B12 requirements. So, um, livers, but also, you know, meat, fish, uh, all, all of the animal products uh, uh, reach to some extent in B12. Um, now, if you are a vegetarian, then your foods for B12 are milk, whole milk, and all the other different dairy products like cheese, like yogurts, you have to look it up specifically because it depends on what source ingredients they, you know, they use, uh, whether that's skimmed or whole, uh, the amount of B12 will vary a lot. And guys, yeah, plant-based milk milks would have some B12 if they were added. So synthetic B12 
uh, if it was added to plant-based products, then there you're going to find your B12. Other than that, you know, also, for example, nutritional yeast for, again, for vegans, for plant-based eaters. Yeah, it has B12, but in most cases, yeah, I don't think it can naturally occur um, in um, nutritional yeast. So B12, that's where you would get as a vegan one of the supplements. And then, of course, supplement it with B12. Uh, but then whole milk, guys. Let's get back to whole milk. For example, 250 grams or like full big glass of whole milk will provide 57% of your vitamin B12. I'm not a huge fan of milk. But, you know, if you decide to become vegetarian, that's where dairy product, that's where you're going to find a lot of B12. And then, of course, egg yolks, 34%. One egg yolk will give you 34% of your B12. And again, if you are a complete vegan, completely plant-based, then uh, all sorts of supplements, but make sure that your supplement has good reviews, that it's all naturally sourced, uh, meaning some bacteria produced it. So those kind of supplements will work usually well. And then nutritional yeast, look into that. A lot of those would have B12, sufficient amount of B12. What else? Actually, for vegans, nori seaweed and might be some other kinds of seaweed would have some B12. I'm not sure exactly how absorbable it is. There are not so many studies on that. But for example, one sheet two grams of nori seaweed will give you about 14% of your vitamin B12. So I would eat 10 of those per day, every single day to get your B12. And again, I'm not sure how good that is for a human body, but nori seaweed, another source, and then supplements like nutritional yeast would give you your B12. And again, there are other kinds of supplements, but all nutritionists agree, if you are 100% completely plant-based, you'd better supplement if you don't want to suffer permanent, not temporal, but permanent nerve damage and completely screw up your brain and nerve health, your mental health. So that was B12, guys. And again, for those of you like me who do eat animal and plant foods, especially all kinds of livers, all kinds of organ meats, seafood, and shellfish, um, and also, as we learned, eggs are high in B12. So as long as you are eating animal products on a regular basis, you are highly unlikely to be B12 deficient. The next nutrient, guys, vitamin D. Vitamin D. It's a sunshine vitamin, but in order to get vitamin D from sunshine, you need to be a regular sunbather. Depending on your tone of skin, the darker your skin, the more time you need to spend in the sun to get your vitamin D. Also, depending where you are, like in the middle of the day, if you are in um, some country of Northern Europe, then it's almost impossible to get your vitamin D from, uh, from sun, no matter what time of the year it is. If you are living somewhere by equator, then just get out there 15 minutes exposing your arms, your face, you know, bigger area of your body to the sun for like 15 minutes, three times a day. Again, depends on your skin, depends on the times of the uh, day, depends on um, where you are located geographically. 
Uh, so you need to look that up. And if you Google, you know, vitamin D in that location for like fair skin people or dark skin people, um, you'll probably find this information pretty easily. Uh, but most of us do not live by the equator and do not get in the sun um, often enough. Like, did you, for example, know that one of, uh, like, a few countries where people are really deficient in vitamin D are actually countries of Saudi Arabia, of United Emirates, uh, and countries of that region, because they cover themselves from head to toe all the time when they are out, and they do not get any vitamin D from sun, because in order to get it, you need to actually open up your body to the sun and spend there quite some time on a regular basis. So, guys, just because you live in a sunshine country doesn't mean you're getting your vitamin D just by living there. You actually, again, need to get out there and expose big parts of your body to the sun on a regular basis. Um, and, and that, you know, of course, completely vegan. So if you are vegan and if you are sunbathing on a regular basis, then you probably are getting all the vitamin D you need in the best form possible. If you are not living by equator and you're not a sunbathing, you're not getting your vitamin D from sun for one reason or the other. And um, if you are not plant-based, you are getting your vitamin D from fatty fish, especially in uh, not especially, but that's actually the only viable source because all the other sources are just not sufficient. You have to eat like a lot, a lot of different foods to get your vitamin D. So fatty fish for not plant-based eaters, especially cod liver and cod liver oil, especially salmon and herring. Herring goes before Salmon. We talked a lot about how much salmon, how much herring you need, and cod liver is the best source for vitamin D. But then for vegetarians, egg yolks is uh, not a great source, but if you can eat five egg yolks a day, you can cover your vitamin D, and if you can do it every single day. So if you ask me, that's not really a viable option. Um, now, you can... For vegans and vegetarians, there are some mushrooms that are high in plant D2, plant-based vitamin D that our body has to convert to the vitamin D that we can actually use. And so how much of those mushrooms we need to eat? Well, actually, a couple of ounces or 60 grams of those specific mushrooms that were treated with ultraviolet radiation. And they usually say that on the package, on the label. So um, a couple of ounces, 60 grams of that will cover your vitamin D per day. But again, you need to do that every day in order to get your vitamin D. Other mushrooms that were not specifically treated with ultraviolet radiation would not most probably have any good amount of vitamin D. And for most of you vegans, um, 
you need to be consuming supplements in order to get your vitamin D. Again, if you are not a regular sunbather, for all of other folks like myself who eat animal and plant foods, cold liver, you know, you eat one of those cans that they sell usually in specialty markets, supermarkets, in gourmet markets. You eat one of those cans and it's your vitamin D all the all the vitamins you need per week that's how i for example taught my parents to eat their vitamin d because they are living in a northern hemisphere in russia it's um siberia and there is very little sun uh, no matter what time of the year it is um so i taught them to eat one cold liver can a week, and that's how they're getting their vitamin D. Then herring would have in three, four ounces the amount you need per day. And when it comes to salmon, you need to eat closer to six, seven ounces. And wild salmon would have more. Again, egg yolks have some, but not a lot. Um, so a lot of guys who are not sunbathing, um, you know, vitamin D is an issue that you need to think about. And um, during COVID-19 times right now, uh, they are seeing this pattern very clearly that people who are chronically deficient in vitamin D and who do not have sufficient amount of vitamin D um, suffer much um, more severe cases of COVID-19. So that is a correlation. I'm not saying, you know, it's caused by vitamin D deficiency, but it is highly correlated across the board everywhere. So vitamin D, think about it, especially now you need to think about it. Where are you getting your vitamin D on a regular basis? And then uh, it wouldn't hurt you to check your vitamin D status with some lab. So, you know, go somewhere, get your blood drawn, and then figure out how much vitamin D, your vitamin D status. So, um, but again, Fatty fish, cod liver, especially egg yolks would have some. Um, some of the products would be uh, fortified with vitamin D, but a lot of times it's a very poor form of vitamin D. And I would highly recommend you to get a proper supplement. And if you need any advice on the supplement you're getting, send it over to my email and I'll look at it and I'll let you know what uh, my opinion on that specific supplement. But especially if you are a plant-based eater, look into your vitamin D status very, very carefully. And the last but not least, uh, guys, is omega-3 fatty acid. And specifically, I'm talking about EPA, DHA, or marine omega-3 fatty acids that contribute to normal functioning of our heart and brain and normal blood pressure. And whenever... Uh, there is this test now that you can do in a lot of labs that checks the amount of EPA DHA uh, in our cell membranes. And it seems that the higher that percentage goes, the stronger overall health one, one has. And they're especially important for our brain function and also our heart function because 
those uh, systems uh, highly depend on the fluidity and the transmission of signals between cells. And that transmission uh, is done via cell membranes. So you do need to have as much of those uh, in your in your cell membranes as possible. Uh, and then they are also proven to be anti-inflammatory and inflammation can uh, cause a lot of damage when not damage in a body. And also during this COVID-19 times, lowering your inflammation is very, very important because if our immune system encounters some virus and it's, and it's trying to fight something, then the management of inflammation is a huge factor because inflammation can turn against us and actually damage our body from inside out while fighting the virus. And that's where a lot of complications come from by our own immune system and our own body increasing because of that fight that's happening with the virus trying to defend your body. Uh, the inflammation goes like off the charts and it damages a lot of systems in our body. And that's where a lot of complications come from, not from somehow the virus itself. So all that I'm saying is to, to motivate you to consume more anti-inflammatory omega-3 fatty acids of marine origin, EPA and DHA. And for us guys who are eating everything, uh, fatty fish, is the best place to get it or you know fish oil is a great supplement especially if you get it from a great company but fish still works much better especially sardines herring salmon but also a lot of shellfish is quite high in omega-3s like oysters for example you know mussels would have some almost uh, like most of the fish from the oceans, from the seas, would have some omega-3s, but especially, you know, those sardines, herring, mackerel, um, salmon, caviar, and all sorts of fish roe, uh, all of that, you know, you need to check the amount separately for each um, of those products and figure out what's your favorite best source of omega-3 fatty acids, but you need to get those regularly to also help your lower inflammation, to help your immune system to do its work properly without triggering too much inflammation in your body. But also again, heart and brain highly depend on those omega-3 fatty acids. For uh, vegetarians, there is some omega-3 in egg yolks, but um, not a lot of it. So egg yolks, let's look at the omega-3 fatty acids. So one egg yolk uh, would give you about like 18%, 10, closer to um, 10 in most cases, percent of your omega-3 fatty acids. So you would have to eat like quite a lot of eggs. I don't know, 9, 10, that is not doable really. Um, so even if you are a vegetarian, I would highly recommend you to supplement with omega-3 fatty acids. And when it comes to um, vegan sources of omega-3 fatty acids, those are only in supplements. And a lot of supplements are not of such great quality when it comes to the amount and quality of those omega-3 fatty acids that are derived for vegans from algae or seaweed. Um, 
a lot of those supplements, why I don't like them too much, would have a lot of different additives like carrageenan that is not really that beneficial to your gut, that is proven to cause some inflammatory reactions in your gut. But, you know, if you're a vegan, that's the best you can have. It's best, it's better than nothing. So, um, again, if you're not sure what supplement, what source of omega-3 fatty acids, specifically marine omega-3 fatty acids, not omega-3 fatty acids from flax seeds or chia seeds or other nuts and seeds or canola oil, that's not the same. You need marine omega-3 fatty acids, EPA, DHA. That's what you're going to find on the label of those supplements. And they are derived from, again, from seaweed or algae. So um, look at the ingredients, all the ingredients of that specific supplement on the amount of EPA, DHA that you are getting. And some supplements would have only EPA or would have only DHA. So you need both. So you need to check for both. There are some studies that show that some is more uh, beneficial to heart health. Some is more beneficial to your brain health, but you need both. And so make sure you are getting both in your algae-based supplements and make sure that there you know, not a ton of um, vegetable oils or carrageenan or other additives in that supplements in you. For that, you need to read the whole ingredient list, not just the amount of fatty acids in that supplement. So those are three nutrients that, especially if you are a vegan, if you are 100% plant-based or you're just not eating that many animal products, you know, guys, if you are eating fatty fish once a week, and you eat a little bit of it, that's not enough. Not for vitamin D, not for um, omega-3 fatty acids, not for B12. So in all of these scenarios, if you are not eating animal products on a regular basis, those specific animal products like fatty fish, like cod liver, um, well, B12 is kind of easy for animal eating people like myself. Um, But B12 and not B12, um, omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin D, those are the nutrients that um, all of us needs to be watching, guys, especially now, but especially plant-based eaters or people who are not eating a ton of fatty fish or egg yolks and uh, cold liver and not um, tracking the amount of vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids that you are getting on a regular basis. So you check your status, uh, go do some lab work. If you are a vegan, make sure that you are getting good quality supplements of B12, uh, vitamin D if you're not a sunbather, uh, and omega-3, marine omega-3 fatty acids. And again, guys, if you are someone who are eating all these foods in sufficient amounts, but you do have some vegan friends, some plant-based friends, make sure that they check their status of those vitamins. Make sure that they are not magic thinkers thinking that plant-based eating just will solve every problem. You know, some damage can be permanent when you're deficient, for example, in B12 for a long time, uh, damage to brain and mental health. So make sure that your friend, your plant-based eating friend, uh, is tracking their status of B12, vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids, and they, they are getting it somewhere from some supplement or, you know, when it comes to vitamin D from sunshine. Share this episode with them. And guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for staying tuned for taking care of your health and 
as usual. Till next time, eat better daily.